choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, back. It's episode 97, I think. Uh, thanks for asking. I'm Suave at Sincerely Love. Kels at KMGZ, and yes, we are back for another week, and I promise you, we're gonna do a short episode, about an hour, because it's been a day from hell, and I just, it gotta be an hour, so, um, started with our, yours and negritudes, do you have any? Uh, I wanted to give one out to Maxine for, for that tweet that she put out, uh, like, what, did, I can't remember this every day, uh, I saved it, but y'all all saw, y'all know what I'm talking about, um, I just respect her for the force and the power that she is in that position, and her just not backing down, um, it, it would be easy to, to you know, go the, the other route, and the, the more respectable, the respectable and the respectability politic route, but she's not, and she's standing on her own too, uh, and I salute that. And then also, I just wanted to shout y'all out. Like, we don't do a lot for y'all, so y'all deserve uh, accolade, too. Um, y'all the reason that we still here, so y'all deserve of yours and negative. So thank y'all. Yeah. I just realized it is the 29th, and rent is about to be due again. Anyway. Um, so y'all know my shout out to Rihanna. She getting awarded by Parsons for her designs and her designer ability and just being the shit. Um, and also, I mean, I don't know, I could give, it's a couple things. We're just going to stick with that. I'm sorry, y'all, it's been a long day. Today has been long. I'll tell y'all about it on the end. Oh my God, me fucked up, but like, ugh. Okay, let's move on to, uh, current events. What's up? Uh, we ain't really got that many. We got the, um... So we've been knocking around, or it's been a story for a little bit, and I haven't been mentioning it because I really was confused, and I hate, I don't know, it was looking a little shaky, and I like hate talking about shit where I'm not really sure if it's even legit, but talking about the um the missing girls in D.C., and um we just, you know, that's been in the news, and I just have a lot of, have you been reading up on it? You know anything no. about, huh? I know, I know what it is, but... I haven't really read up. I did read today that several of them have been found. Uh, right. Keep up with major, major details. Yeah. I mean, because it's kind of difficult, too, because it's kind of really hard to figure out what's going on. And Twitter is, you know, the home of conspiracy theories, and I just don't really think I believe all of them. Um, but I just wanted to mention it because I... So what the deal is, is there's been... And I'm not going to give any numbers because the story, a lot of the story to me doesn't make sense and I have a lot of questions. But So we're just going to say there's been a number of teenage girls for the most part that have been missing in D.C. for a while. The count that I saw that I think uh, I'll use, I think it was like 10 girls over a little bit. The story is, is a lot because some people are saying that it's naming all these other girls, and like you just said, several of them have showed up or reported in and said they hadn't run away or whatever, so that's what I'm saying, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of rumors and things being said about what's going on that I don't necessarily believe are are legitimate, I believe are true, um, I would like to know how many people really are missing, I would like to know, is it, when I was little, I remember the Atlanta child murders. Like, the Atlanta child murders had us really shook. Like, we, I remember that year we couldn't go trick-or-treating. It was just, people were really scared. And we was all the way up in Philly. It wasn't nowhere near Atlanta. But nigga, people were scared. People was wearing them green, the green ribbons for the kids. I remember that. And I remember how, and it's funny because when I was a kid, I don't think I realized how really tense and scared everybody was until they caught Wayne Williams. And then when they caught Wayne Williams, it was like, I don't know, like, oh, because they wasn't letting us go outside. You got to come straight home. We're going to pick you up from school. We couldn't, like, a lot of shit that we have been doing, we couldn't do because people was afraid that we was going to get snatched, even though we wasn't nowhere near Atlanta. But people was, like, stressed. Nobody really knew what was going on with it. And I just remember when he got caught, finally, 
Then, okay, we could go back outside. We had our trick-or-treat. It was, I just remember when it was over, the relief of realizing how stressful it was. When At the time, because I was like, I don't know when that was, but I, I was in grade school, so maybe 11, 10, I don't know how long. We were kids. And I don't really recall, but it was, it was a very stressful time. And so, I'm, I'm, but that story was like, it was, it was, it was in the news and, you know, they had a story, like they had, they had a story about it. Like they knew who the people were and people had witnesses and, you know, it was, it was, it was something where like it made sense. This DC shit is not really making sense to me because I'm not sure that like, all of these disappearances are missing. There's no really connection. Like, they're young girls. Some of them ran off to meet a boy. Like, it's all these different stories, and people are trying to paint them as all one incident. And I'm not sure that's true. Like, it's Washington, D.C. It's New York City. Kids, girls, women go missing every day, oh, every single day. That doesn't mean that there's some tr- sex trafficking ring, or... I just need them, I want more details, because everybody's screaming about it's not in the news, and nobody's paying attention, and it's it's not, but part of that is because I feel like nobody really knows if this, what it is, like, are, do, are y'all investigating, do y'all have suspects, do y'all have an idea of what's going on, like, is it, do y'all think it's sex trafficking, do y'all think these girls are running away, like, they're not giving me enough details. I really can't follow the story. One day I read it's 100 girls missing. Next day I read it's 10. Next day I read... Well, I read that uh, basically what happened was social media, Twitter got hold of girls being missing. I don't think it was anything extraordinary. I don't think it was anything regular than, you know, the normal uh, fucking milk carton faces we see here or anywhere else. I don't think it was anything different, but it got... Somebody saw something somewhere and took it to social media and it blew up. And that's what they were saying. The numbers were skewed and falsely reported and all types of shit. So, I don't know. And they had some kind of town hall. But I did see a story, though, that looked like... I didn't I didn't read it all the way, but it looked, it was from, like, some D.C. channel or news. Some, it looked like a legitimate source that said one of the cops down there got caught with a bunch of teenage girls in his house running a trafficking ring, because some people think the cops are involved, and that's why, because they had a town hall, and the cops tried to say the girls were runaways, and, you know, they need to not wear makeup, and making themselves targets, and all this shit, and people were really mad, and a lot of people are saying that they think that the reason why they're trying to downplay it, and and put out all these rumors, and say that it's not really nothing going on, is because the police are involved. (coughs) That seemed a little far-fetching, I mean, Listen, we know cops is crooked as shit. It ain't like I don't believe it, but I don't know. I like, I need to. That sounds kind of like a conspiracy to me, but there was a story about one of the DC cops. But again, I mean, that could have just been him. That don't mean it's the cops behind snatching these kids. I just don't understand how it's been reported on now. So it's in the news. So if you're a teenage girl or a kid or whoever and you're out, you would be super aware that people are disappearing, so, you know, I just don't get it, I, I, I need, I'm not gonna get wrapped around that until I get a comprehensive story, because so far, a lot of it's not making sense, and it's all these different stories, and people putting up posters in the neighborhood, be careful, be careful these posters, because this is how they getting people, and my sister says somebody tried to snatch her, and you know, niggas be lying and making up stories and shit, because the same thing happened with Atlanta child murders, every day, somebody was, some guy tried to snatch me in the car, like, nobody tried to snatch me in the car, you're just trying to be in the story, so, it's, I just wanted to mention it, though, because, you know, I have been following it, but, like, I don't, I'm not sure about it. Like, I'm not, it's not making a lot of sense to me, and I'm not really ready to jump. I'm not convinced that it's not just random incidents of kids, like, disappearing, like, that happen every day in D.C. Like, I don't see the connection to where it's a a sex trafficking ring. I mean, it could be. Or that, like, you know, it's some kind of serial, is this some kind of serial killer? I don't get, I don't know. I need more answers, so... We just wanted to bring it up because it's been a slow news week. And, I mean, we already talked about Maxine and Bill. Bill O'Reilly came for Max. This is what I want to say about that. I wish that people knew that they didn't have to respond to everything. Because, to me, I like the way Maxine responded to that. Which was basically, I don't give a fuck about no Bill O'Reilly. That nigga's a cornball. Don't let them silence you. I've been in this game for however many years, I'm gonna keep coming, I'm going after Trump, I'm not worried about this court, this nigga over here talking about my wig, and, and none of that like, and that's only response that was needed, like, and I know people was trying to come to Maxine's defense, but 
I feel like people was doing a lot, and it was and it was giving Bill O'Reilly a lot of credit. Like that shit he said was corny. That shit he said was lame. And it was, I mean, she wasn't, Maxine looked fly. Like, you an old white man, looking like you look, trying to talk about somebody's wig. Like, that shit just speaks for itself. Like, you sound like a fucking fool. And, you know, and, like, I just didn't, I feel like they did a whole lot with it. I didn't think they needed all that, a lot of what they did. Like, I feel like a lot of this shit, y'all just give it, y'all just give it legitimacy. And y'all give it energy. That's some shit where, like, nigga, use a lame and my fucking wig looks better, you know what I mean, like, I just didn't feel like it, I felt like Maxine handled it perfectly, she wasn't stunting, she ain't even, like, bad eye, like, whatever, nigga, the job long time, I do this long time, I don't give a fuck what you talking about over there on your little show, with your little friends, it don't matter, cause I'm still Congresswoman Maxine Waters, and we about to get you and your president and his ridiculous fucking hair the fuck up out of here, so... That's all. I just, I was like, man, y'all just, y'all just run to every fire. Every fire that's burning, y'all run and throw air on it and, and make it a blaze. Like, cut that shit out. Um, that's it, right? We ain't had no more current events. Uh, yeah, we just <clears throat> Alright, so, we doing real good on time. I swear to God, y'all, it's gonna be an hour. Um, let, uh, Let's do Black Ink first, cause uh, this, they gotta move Black Ink back to Monday. I can't do this Wednesday shit a whole week since that fucking show is hard to remember. Um, okay, but I do remember the episode. You saw it, right? Last Wednesday. So, so what happened was, um, from the week before, right when they was in um, where they go, Puerto Rico, and Donna and and um, Sky was like doing a little research on old shit's wife and they found that Yelp joint, right? And then they and then they found um they found that which led them to like a baby. What's some things called when you have a baby? And you like tell people what's it called? A registry. They had a baby registry. She had she had a, a registry for like this baby, right? Now supposedly she not supposed to be you know, wasn't married no more and only had or was never married before and only had that one kid that we saw. So they found that. So this week or last week, they they confronted um at at Melody and Old Boy's commitment ceremony, whatever. They confronted her and old shit with, with the paper. And old girl starts snapping on them. And her story was that what did she say? She was in a relationship with some dude. She didn't say she was married, I don't think. She in a relationship with this dude, and he had a kid, and she was dedicated that she was going to take care of that kid. And they went to flipping, and then old shit went to flipping, and, and, and um, Caesar, which I kind of agree with a little bit, was like, because, um, you know, oh shit, he's so fucking dramatic. Why you, um, this is my fiance, the love of my life, all this stupid shit he's always saying. And Caesar was like, look, I'm not apologizing for shit, my nigga, because first of all, you never went to the rehab. You're supposed to go to rehab. You've been at this party drinking and shit. You never went to rehab. And when you fucking relapse and be back in them drugs and them drinks like you was before, that bitch ain't going to be the one to bury you. It's going to be me. So if I want to research or do whatever I want to fucking do, that's what I'm going to do. And I kind of agree with him on that. Um, so that's the first thing that happened. And then, what else? Oh, um, Duchess and him had a, um, they, they had a, like a little, I don't know, meeting on the beach, I think. And, um, you don't remember none of this? Keep going. That's why I'm asking you, that's why I'm asking you, do you remember? Because I'm kind of like not remembering. Um. They met with, uh, they met on the beach, and Duchess was mad about, um, old girl, what's her name? The Miami chick? Uh, oh, uh, tat- Tattoo Baby. And then she was, they had the big fight, cause see, I mean, kind like, I, I don't know, like, I kind of agree with Caesar in this, or I don't like neither one of them niggas, as you know, but I kind of agree with Caesar this one time, because he was basically like, look, sis, this fucking chick, came out of nowhere with this fucking whack-ass story, and rather than asking me questions or anything, you just gonna give me my, my ring back and fucking leave, and I ain't heard from you, so he like, he kinda like, you know, fuck you, like, I'm tired of this bullshit, like, every time with you, her, 
comeback was you never there for me you never supported me and all this shit so which also is true but I don't know I just feel I just feel like Caesar's kind of right in this because I knew when that chick came that it was fake like it just didn't nothing about it was real and it's like and I get what Dutch is saying she like yeah you want me to trust you but you cheated before yeah but Dutch is nothing about that story was realistic like nothing about it sounded real nothing about it sounded so you just seem like you don't trust him and if that's the case and you didn't want to marry him that's what it seemed like to me you ain't trust him you want to ain't want really want to marry him and you use that as an excuse and if that's the case you need to say that just say that like you know what what that incident made me you right I don't know that girl I probably overreacted to that but that just really made me realize that I really don't want to do that and that's what she don't say she trying to make it about I don't know I was on Caesar's side. You don't, you don't remember that part? Maybe I didn't see it. Alright, well, if you don't remember, we can't really discuss it. But that's what happened. Um, And I think that was just of it. They had the big argument, and then they decided... I mean, I think Caesar. I mean, Caesar supposedly dating Carly right now. I think he's pretty much done with it. She's probably done with it. I mean, they both. I, they both was wrong. I just understood. I got what Caesar. I kind of understood what Caesar was saying because it was like, yo, you ain't never want to really be married. So just say that you trying to make it about old girl. I told you I didn't know her. She came out of nowhere. Her story sound crazy, and you just went off of that instead of just asking me. So. I kind of agree with him on that, even though he's full of shit, but I'm just saying, on that particular point, I got where he was coming from, because that is kind of what she did, and I feel like she used that incident as an excuse to do what she wanted to do anyway, and she should have just put a big girl pants on and just told him that, like, you know what, I don't really want to do this, you don't support me, I want to be in North Carolina, you up here, I don't know if to take a, I mean, I don't know, I guess Caesar was willing to move to North Carolina, he said he was, I just don't think she wanted it, so, that was that, um, Alright, let's move on to, uh, what's the, uh, what we do besides, uh, oh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. You saw that? Yes. They got, like, that shit been on for, since November, like, this been the longest season ever. Alright, so, what, um, anything, anything stick out on that episode for you? Because, I'm kind of, uh, outside I'm, of Porsche's little mini contract absolutely to me, but yeah what um, did you think about that actually like to his that reaction was some bullshit I agree with Tom like that's just crazy just like he was saying I agree like what if she what if pulls part of cousin sister where she pulls absolutely bad shit then what it sounds like she was like taking her from him as a father and also assuming that he was gonna be a, a kid father he's like why would you have a kid plan to have a kid with somebody that ain't shit that you presume to be shit the thought, I, the thing I, that struck me about it was that how much smarter than Portia he was. Cause I've been thinking that nigga was slow, but he ain't that slow. Cause he saw what that shit was and was like, he goofy, but he's, he ain't slow. huh? I said he ain't slow. He goofy, but he ain't slow. Right. That's, I was like, oh, okay, sir. I, you ain't dumb as Portia is because he was like, I ain't signing that. And if it break us up, then that'd be a shame. But I don't know what the... I ain't signing all that. And and personally, I wouldn't want to buy myself to Portia with no kid anyway. And I and like, I, I don't know. I don't know what y'all do. But like I'm, I've said before, I'm not having no baby with nobody I'm not married to. Like, I'm not doing it. All these baby mamas, I'm, uh-uh. I, I wouldn't did that shit neither. What's his name? What's dude's name? Uh... His name's Todd, too? Yeah, Todd, you, you smart with that. Like, you want to have a baby, we doing this shit the government way, we gonna get married, it's gonna be contracts, it's gonna be paperwork, it's gonna be consequences, and we ain't just gonna be up in here fucking, you know, barefoot and pregnant and in the wild and shit and just getting to how we live. I, I ain't doing that. Um, I, I don't work too long and too hard, fuck that. It's gonna be some consequences up in here. So, um... You know, I, I, that just shocked me though, cause I was like, I ain't think, not that I thought he was gonna sign it, but I just, I don't know, I thought, I ain't think he would react the way he did, which was the way he should have reacted, and the things that he was saying, like, I thought he, I didn't, he was, he was saying the things to her that were correct, that 
you shouldn't have had to say to her that she should have known for herself, but she's Porsche and she's dumb as hell, so she didn't. But I just, I just like the way he handled that. He was like, I'm not signing that. And all, and all the stuff he was coming up with was accurate. And I just like, oh, okay, sir, you're not as dumb as you seem. Because you be sitting there, because I just didn't know, like, but I guess he just laying low and like, yo, I'm not getting in these arguments. This ain't my fucking business, y'all. I don't know what y'all talking about, really. I don't care, really. I'm going to just sit over here and be quiet, and then we going to smash later, and this ain't my business. So I guess that's what that's what it is. So I thought the nigga was a little slow. He he slow as Porsche, clearly. Um, What else happened? Was this the episode? Oh, this oh Matt, Matt and Kenya. How do we forget? So Kenya, more listen. You ain't perfect, and you got a lot of shit with you. But you need to stop messing with Matt, cause Matt give me murder suicide vibes. Something wrong with him. He not normal. He not stable, and you cannot play around with niggas like that. And you trying to tr- play? You got all this good advice for everybody else, and sometimes it's spot on. Sometimes it ain't. But a lot of times it is, and you can see things very clearly for other people, but for some reason, you can't see them for yourself. And I need you to look into domestic violence and battered women syndrome and all that, because you're making a lot of excuses for mass behavior, and you're overlooking a lot of shit, and you're trying to normalize some shit that's not normal. And them the type of niggas that'll come kill you. That's, that'll show up, you'll wake up in the middle of the night, and that motherfucker be standing over you with a gun or a knife, ready to kill you and kill himself and, and burn down your whole house, so please stop messing with him, he's not stable the nigga be driving for miles and miles to come up there uninvited to throw temper tantrums and fits and kicking your shit out and, and yelling at you and if you got all these dudes go find them and listen I know Kenya be buying African husbands and boyfriends and I know you know she be pulling stunts as we always say, but Kenya Moore if she wants to, can do better than you Matt, you are... <laughs> You are not undesirable, okay? When she found you, you was in some fucking nice shorts and flip-flops, and she got you into that Burlington Coat Factory outfit you had on through, you know, hook and by crook. Got you into that shit. So sitting there talking about you can't, if you can do better than me, go do it. She can do better than you. I don't know what, maybe not for this show. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe not, I ain't saying she can find no husband or nothing like that. But Kenya Moore can go find somebody better than you, Matt, whatever your name is. So, Kenya, please just stop with that nigga, because that's the type of dude that every, you can't, she's trying to be reasonable with him, but you can't be reasonable with those kind of dudes, because they look like, when you try to talk to them, and give them respect, and just try to work things out with them, they take that as you pulling strings, or trying to manipulate them, that's the, every, that's what he always says, are you pulling strings, she's, I'm, she's not pulling strings, she's just trying to settle things with you, but you a fucking nut, and you, and you interpret everything the way you interpret it. And Kenya doesn't get that. But I see that shit. That nigga's crazy. And she gotta cut that shit out. So, you ain't never gonna hear this, Kenya, but I, I'll need you to do a little research because them niggas are all the same. And that motherfucker's dangerous. He gets too hyped up, too quick about nothing. He be punching other people, destroying your property, pacing back and forth like a little kid. He's too old for that. He's too grown for that. He's not stable. You met his family. You see they ain't on up and up either. Leave that nigga alone. Um, yeah, basically. I mean, I, y'all know how I feel about Kenya. Um, and also how I feel about Matt. So, best thing I can say is they just need to settle. Um, anything happened with... with Cynthia and them? Yes. Cynthia and Phaedra met talked about the shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And Cynthia was like, yeah, I don't know, you was doing a little much. Um, I, whatever, I can't stand Phaedra. Phaedra's them kind, one of them fucking people that I just would never like. I don't like fake, phony people like that. I don't like manipulative people. I don't like people who lie like she lies. And, there's, and, P, and that's the thing. Like, Phaedra tried to make it like there's a difference between lying, and keeping things to yourself. None of them girls there knew that Phaedra's divorce had gone through, because she, it's not that they didn't know, she had told, she told them that it hadn't gone through yet, so she lied to them, and the only one who knew was Portia, and she trying to make it like, well, are you the only one I tell, no, you lying to those other women, 
and you telling Portia the truth, and that's the same shit she, that's what I was telling you, that's the same shit she pulled with Candy, where you tell lies, and then you try to twist those lies into like, well, I told you something in confidence, no, what you did was you told a lie on me, and now you're trying to make it like I broke a confidence because I'm telling the truth, and that's what, and then you're trying to make it about that instead of about the lie that you told, and she does that to everybody, and that's what I'm talking about, that's why Candy isn't wrong, and that's why Candy was never wrong, because Phaedra been lying this whole time, and anytime she was lying on Candy, she was lying on Todd, she was telling lies about what their problem was, and then when anybody called her on it, well, you broke my confidence, nah, bitch, try that fucking little manipulative shit with somebody who don't know better, because that shit is not, I'm not going for that over here, and that's the same shit she did to Kenya, and that's just, but Portia dumb, so Portia don't get it, that's why Portia keep finding herself on the wrong end of arguments, because of Phaedra, but I heard at the reunion, that shit freaking frack, uh, don't be freaking and fracking no more, and, and so I'm looking forward to that, but I can't stand Phaedra, I can't stand people like Phaedra, people like Phaedra is the reason why I don't like y'all church niggas honest to God, it's people like that um cause she fake and phony and then when you, you wanna tell her about herself here she come with this God and prayer and Lord, like get out of my face with that bullshit um what else I was gonna say, I was gonna say something, oh, um, what else happened, when you said, you threw me off when you said Phaedra and Cynthia, cause I was actually gonna talk about, um, oh, uh, Phaedra was helping old boy that's trying to suit Kate, yeah, yeah, what you think about that, I said it was bullshit when it first, um, came up, my only thing is, didn't Phaedra tell him that she didn't want to be involved, so how'd she wind up back? Cause she messy, that's the other thing I don't want to be in the business, but you took him Phaedra, you a lawyer, you know that motherfucker Don't have no case, you can't sue nobody About no idea for opening no fucking restaurant You fucking dummy, you taking them To that other lawyer to waste that lawyer's time And you know you don't have a case And if you don't, but you sitting there snickering And getting all the facts, and, and She full of shit, and doing all that for what Candy gonna beat your ass, Phaedra Keep it up, you gonna, Candy gonna Snap, and she gonna take Portia, she gonna grab Portia by that weave and beat you with her, and both of y'all gonna be fucked up, keep playing that bullshit, you know that shit ain't got no fucking case, that boy in that fucking suit with every goddamn button and tie clipping, he looked a fucking mess but you know what, that's what I tell people, a lawyer will take your money so that man will go in there and he'll take his little hourly consultation fee and he'll tell you he look at your shit and he'll even go to case, if you want to press the case he'll go cause he can pay by the hour that nigga ain't got no case, you can't sue nobody I, I gave her, I told her she should open a restaurant and then the next thing I know she opened a restaurant nigga, open a restaurant, like okay, whatever um there was that, uh, Sheree, did anything happen with Sheree and Bob? I don't think so, oh, this is what I want, I knew it, the fashion show. No, just Sheree and her son. With the right, the fashion show, that's what I want to talk about. So, um, you know, Sheree need to calm down with that, is that compensation. First of all, what was the fashion show for? It was a backpack fashion, I didn't understand, it was a backpack fashion show? I didn't really follow the line, all I know is her daughter was the face. Like, all I saw was backpacks. Like, I don't really. I, don't know. I ain't get it because niggas ain't had no shirts on. I'm like, is it the bags? But I ain't really. They wasn't really showing the bags. Like I feel like we didn't see. I ain't. I. I. I, I ain't Maybe get it. Maybe it was either. pants. Maybe they were shoe models. I don't know. I ain't get it. I'm like, what is what is the product here? Um. Seemed but, like Noel was the only one that was really modeling something. Yeah. Cause he, uh, 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 I mean, I guess it was cute. Whatever. I don't know. Cynthia was a model, so she got a little model agency. I don't know if you know. I guess she do alright. She got little sunglasses. I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure she do alright. But um, I just Sheree is like the worst. Oh, did you see the news today? So supposedly, um, the court, you know, cause she, she got sued for like all her contractors not paying her contractors and liens and shit. Supposedly, Sheree, Chateau Sheree. So today they said the court told her she gotta sell Chateau Charest to pay the debts incurred building Chateau Charest. That's some fucking, that's some fucking matrix of stupidity right there. So all that time you was dragging Kenya, Kenya, I've been said, Kenya house complete, Kenya got her fire sale, her house complete. So Chateau Charest gotta be sold. 
to pay all her debts off that she's incurred building Chateau Charest. That's some nigger shit right there. Like, girl, you should have took your little money and went and got you one of them goddamn Atlanta foreclosures like, like Portia did and like Kenya did. And I don't know who, who builds a fucking mansion from scratch in an economic downturn like girl. So yeah, that was today. So, um, that was a little update. So what was I saying? Nothing happened with Sheree and Bob. Oh, the fashion show. I thought, what's her son's name? Cairo? He's terrible. Like, he's not going to be a model. Like, that nigga came out there like he was just walking down the street. He had no personality. He had no presence. You know what, though? Like, he would be a model. He'd be a really good model if somebody worked with him. Like, if his mom would get the fuck out of his ear. Perhaps. Um, I mean, he has the model look and a model body. But I ain't see no... I mean, I don't know, perhaps somebody could teach him how to walk. He just don't see, I don't know. He don't, he don't seem like he got the, the swag to me. Like, he just seemed like one of them niggas that girls be sweating because he tall with abs and so he thinks he's fly. And so he just walk out there with his goofy ass and just think that that's all it take. And it's like, nigga, you look like a goofy ass nigga. Um, yeah, Noelle was taking a sip, but Noelle ain't tall enough to be a model. I don't know how old she is. I don't know if she's fully grown yet, but she ain't nowhere near. I mean, I guess she not because her dad is tall and her mom is tall. So, I, don't, I mean, I guess she could have got the short end of the gene pool. But how old is she? You know how old she is? I want to say between 16 and 18. Oh, uh, do you grow? How long do you, when you stop growing? I think women stop growing at 21. Oh, all right. So, she got a couple years to get a little taller. But she ain't tall enough right now. But I did like when she was trying to um, rehearse and she told Cynthia she wasn't being professional. And seems like what you're talking about. She was like, look, if it was a regular coach here, he'd just be out, come out and walk. You over there cheering and shit. Like, I don't need, like, it ain't helpful. I thought that was good because she, you know, serious, which is good. You should be serious. I don't like when people do stuff with their family, act like because it's family or whatever. They can act however they fucking want to act. Um, what else? Was that it? Um, okay. Yeah, I think that was it. I feel like it's one other thing we're missing. It has something to do with Candy. Oh, when Candy went to her, um, yeah, Candy went to the, um, old lady gang, uh, dinner. And they was talking about how, <laughs> how they didn't want to go because they would have, they know they would have cuss, cuss, uh, Phaedra out. That shit was funny. The old lady gang need their own spinoff. Um, Alright, so let's move on to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Man, what you think about this shit? It was so, first of all, it's too many people. All these new people I can't keep up with and I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in Nail Shop Girl or that Loud Girl. Mimi, and I'm not, and I don't like these two Mimis. That's gonna be too much. Um, I, I ain't, into, I don't know. What you think about that this, this week's episode? What, Tommy's new friends? Oh, yeah, that whole, yes. Not really here for Tommy, but you know I'm not here for this show really. <laughs> but yeah, they're too much. Uh, the 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 Asian chick, the loud one. Yeah, they call her a clown circus girl, whatever. I don't know, baby Mimi. What's her name? Something Mimi. The big Mimi. Uh, and then what's the other one name? Sierra. What other one? Sierra's the nail shop owner, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know her name. Her, yeah. That whole that whole storyline, for it could go. I don't like it. I don't understand. If you got a nail shop wherever you at, I don't know why you working this other girl nail shop and putting up with her shit. She trying to hush you when you're paying customer. I didn't get that. I mean, yeah, she was loud, but like, that's a paying customer. Like, I, whatever. I mean, they did have a valid point. Like, it was nasty for there. Yeah, it wasn't like, it was nobody talking, so anything we say is gonna be loud, and she's paying. It's not like they was in there chilling. Like, that's a customer. They talking. Like, you don't come shush your customer. I don't like people like, well, I... Let me just say, I couldn't work for somebody like Sierra off rip. Because I don't, I don't like people that, you know, they get a little piece of power and they, they take it to the head. And, like, now they want to, you know, take this other image. And it's, it's like, this girl, this is a nail shop at the end of the day. Right. And they, and they talking like that. Yeah. And then like, everybody, it's not a library. Everybody else is sitting in there like, man. Like, like y'all, know, y'all know that I'm doing uh, hair now. Uh, I don't know. I'd be in the barbershop and, you know, certain things that I pick up on now. But things like that, like, the nail shop for women is, like, a place of peace and, like, tranquility. You go there, release or whatever. Talk. Yeah, it's talk, right. And, and, you know, giggle and shit or whatever. 
just the whole like that whole boutique trying to stuffy. Yeah, like who? who type. Right, who want to sit in the nail salon quiet and, and shit? Like, like who wants to go there? Like you want to stifle your business because you you know you're doing too much. People want to have fun. Like yeah, they come in and get their nails done, and, but you can talk in the nail shop and still people's nails being just as good. And you don't talk about that. I don't, we just gotta sit here like we in church or some shit. Like, cause Tommy was like, you wanna drive people away from your business with Tommy was like, but we the only ones talking. There's nobody else. She was like, like yeah, it's like, quiet I agree with Tommy. Like, Tommy crazy, but I, I was like, I feel you. She's like, it's quiet as fucking hell. Yeah, we loud cause ain't nobody else talking. Like, fuck is wrong? And she was looking around like, fuck is wrong with these bitches? That <laughs> shit was funny. But that whole, that whole storyline could go. Um, so this is what, I also I feel like can go. I realize it's not going to because it's peripheral to a main story, but the dude and these two broads and this baby, they can go. I'm tired of all three of them, and I don't understand how Kurt just I, the whole now Kurt not paying rent. That whole they can go. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. The only thing I did agree with is when. I can't stand Carly Red's ass, but when Carly Red found out that they was girlfriends and look on her face, <laughs> that was the exact look I would add. What? <laughs> She's like, wait, it was it genuine? <laughs> like, wait, huh? And I had that same. I did too. That's the same look I had the week before when that shit popped up. Like, wait, what? And they was in a queen size bed, my nigga. Like. Three grown ass people in the queen. Probably not even a queen. It's probably two queens. No, I think it was a queen because you know a fool. Them niggas wouldn't fit at all. <laughs> Somebody had been hanging off the edge, but it wasn't no king. You gonna have three grown bitches in bed? One of them being a fool, dude. You gonna need a king at least. Like, come on, you can't. Two queens is a fool, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, I don't really know. Yeah, maybe. Either way, though, it ain't, it is too, it ain't enough room. We all gotta sleep on our side. If, you know what I mean? Like, we can't, you ain't, you ain't spreading out. You ain't. Nah, that, that nigga sleep in the middle. One of them sleep on both sides. Right. And tight. Roll over, be on the fucking floor. Um, mm-mm. And so now they gotta leave because Kurt, now she's a fool. She need to go down that court, claim that child support, and get that nigga to keep paying for that apartment. So, I guess she got to move with these other two. Um, that's just a, I don't even know how she, I don't even know how CPS allows that. Like, how you, don't they come get kids for shit like that? I don't know. Let me mind my business. I'm not trying to judge them. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying that situation to me, I'm, I don't want to see it. And I, I feel like it's a silly situation and I don't understand. I'm judging. Fuck that. I'm judging. What the fuck? Like, I, <laughs> you got a baby by this man in the, Somebody yeah. else's husband. He yeah. lived with his son and he just got out of jail. Yeah. And he got a, like, that's too much. Yeah. Like, y'all trying to raise kids? Right. That's what I was about to say. Y'all trying to raise kids? This baby? This poor baby? Like, mm, mm, mm. And he a scammer and nobody don't know what y'all do. I, I don't need that storyline. Please. I don't need it. I know it's going to be there because it's Kirk and Rashida, but like, that, that should just make me itch. I don't like nothing about that situation. Um, Including that this is a stripper girl who, poor child, that poor baby. Um, that's fucked up. They bringing children into these situations, man. That's why you bring children into the world just, just already ten steps back. Like poor baby don't even have a fucking chance. You know what I mean? I hate. I don't like that shit. Um, what else happened? Jocelyn wasn't on there too much, right? That's gonna be next week. Who was on here? It was uh. It was mainly them, them new broads, but I feel like, was Mimi on? No. Oh, Jock and Carly. Huh? Oh, yeah, Jock got somebody pregnant. And he think. But I think that story is stupid. I'm like, Jock, that ain't your baby. And first of all, let's just, I'm tired of the whole whose baby is it. Carly talking about, let me see him. I just can't tell. Bitch, you is not, who's you? The lab technician? 
This let me look at them. Cannot tell country Bama shit y'all doing. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Go down to the lab, get the DNA tested, and figure out who the who, who the father is. Cause it ain't no goddamn job. I guarantee you, that's Kirk's baby. Kirk ain't paying rent and all that on no apartment for no baby that he don't think is his. He know that's his motherfucking baby. Um, and I just I'm I hate that shit. Look, hold him up. I can't really tell. He look. He got that dimple. Y'all in this unscientific bullshit, like it's 1933, and that's the only way you can tell. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Go down there and get the DNA test. Um, immediately, and file child support immediately, and stop all this nonsense. Um, something else happened on the show. It wasn't just, it was, it was another storyline. It wasn't just them two, was it? Uh, the Bam and 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 Scrappy and Mama D and them. So Mama D went and found Scrappy's dad somewhere, and Scrappy's dad's wife. And marital counsel. Yeah, to counsel. Big Daryl, Big Daryl, Little Daryl. Right, to counsel um the Bam and Scrappy. And I don't know what you think about this session. I I, I, I what did you think about it when they was in there talking about what their issues were? Honestly. I feel like he really trying, he really loves that girl. I feel like he cut out a lot of bullshit. And he's really, you know, giving her all. Like, the shit with her grandmother, I didn't really get that. Um, I obviously don't know the, the full story of what happened with the grandmother thing, but it seemed like he was trying to be there. He was asking him if he needed, like, can you sit and expect somebody else to do with you in a house, so. It seemed like he just, he really loves her and he's really trying. I don't know. I hope they work that shit out. Yeah, I got the exact opposite. I thought Bambi was right because she's absolutely correct. We've been together four years, and you've been you've not matured at all. You're doing the same bullshit you've been doing. There's no growth. Every time you're in an argument, you want to leave the house, and I ain't got time for it. Like we've been going through this for four years, and you know I'm tired of saying the same shit. I thought she was correct, and the thing that she was saying about the grandmother, whoever, I ain't even really follow exactly what she was saying. But I mean, I feel like she was over it. And she's done. And I mean, I agree with her. The niggas immature as fuck, he's a sucker for love, he's all in I mean, he always ran to his mom so she could feel sorry for him, just like Bambi said like, I don't know, I think she was right and I and I didn't see, I didn't agree with Scrappy at all, cause I mean, it is it's the same shit, this nigga been on this show X number of years, y'all been going through the same shit every time it's an argument you wanna leave the house, like, grow up like, I, we either gonna talk about this or we not and you wanna go run into your mama but then, wonder why your mom's always in your business, and I think Mama D kind of felt that way too because that's why she sent them people over there in the first place. So now I'm not really feeling scrappy. Like that nigga is is has not grown at all. He has not changed at all. Um, so I mean, I kind of felt Bambi on that, and I just feel like she can do better than that. That nigga just let him go off with whoever the next girl he gonna be living with and going through the same rigmarole with until he find the next girl and it's gonna be the next girl and the next girl. Like, that nigga's the same. Um, I think that was it for, when you see, um, yeah, no, nah, that was it. And I don't know, I ain't catch no F updates on them, but I, I think, I don't know if they back together or whatever, but I was, I was feeling Bambi and I was, I just feel like she's, outgrown him and just tired of the same old bullshit and she's correct like I I, I wouldn't feel nothing Scrappy said um what else I think that's it for that show right nothing else really happened next week gonna be good because I guess I don't really know what Jocelyn wanted it seemed like she's trying to get back friends with Carly Red for some reason I don't know why we'll see but um yeah this whole this whole storyline with these these nail people and these baby people, I, I, I'm not, it's too many people. I can't keep up with it. I don't care about them. Oh, when they was in a club talking about messing with married dudes, I just, I wasn't interested in none of it. And that Asian girl is way too loud. She's going to get on my nerve. I don't know how she got a million followers. She got a million Instagram followers. But you know what? I do. Because if you're a cute girl, if you light skin, if you got some titties, niggas will follow you on the gram just because. And on Twitter just because. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. So that's our shows. Um, I see. I, I oh, I, I told y'all about Big Little. I feel like Big Little Lies is catching on. I see y'all on the tweet, on the tweet, on the tweets, 
watching it. It's a good show. It's an excellent show. It's so good. And um, special shout out to Nicole Kimmon and, and Reach Witherspoon. Y'all doing a real good job. This episode this week was funny. When, <laughs> when they told, when they, Reach Witherspoon's character's name is Madeline. And her older daughter decided that she wanted to go stay with her ex-husband and, and his wife. And this fucking chick decided she wanted to sell her virginity for charity to benefit Amnesty International. <laughs> and they fucking told Madeline that shit. <laughs> her fucking That shit was funny, man. This week's episode was funny as hell. <laughs> um... That's a good show, though. Y'all should watch. Oh, HBO, Big Little Lies. It's real good. Um, alright, so, are we making good time? Okay. Um, anybody got you fucked up this week? No. Talk. If this were tomorrow, then it would probably be yes. But wow, what's gonna happen tomorrow? It's just it's all going on. Like, my life is in transition right now. I just got a lot of different shit going on. When is your, um, barber school? You go every day? Yep. What time? Basically all day from nine to the afternoon, but then I work after at the school, and I just got a job in a shop. So no, but is it like school hours or or how do it work? Like y'all be like y'all go to what's the actual time that you be there? Like nine to three or whatever, seven to three? I don't know. Nine to two. Nine to two. So it's like school hours, and then after that you go to what clinic or what is it called? Then y'all go cut hair. Oh, what? There, there's there's. Class, so it's theory and lab, so most of the day I'm on the floor, and then unless we got, like, something going on, um, I'm on the floor, like, that's class. So y'all, y'all what, y'all have a shop and people come in and y'all cut their hair? Where's it at? In Marietta, Georgia. Uh, yeah, so y'all, anybody in Atlanta, come see me in Manchester, Tech, in uh, Marietta, uh, 980 South Cobb Drive. Where y'all get people from? Y'all get walk-ins or whatever? Like, how do they know that y'all there? People just know. It's just whoever, like, we're open to the public. Oh, all right, I got you. Um, okay. Anybody got me fucked up? Um, not necessarily fucked up, but, like, so, the girl that handles, we have meetings all day. Like, we coordinate the bank, um, what we do globally. So, across the globe. So we have meetings all day. She does her meetings with her little... She's more... What she does is more of an admin, project management type role. I'm a subject matter expert. So the stuff that I oversee is is more substantive than what she does. And that's because I don't like doing that type of shit. I don't like admin and taking notes and... Court. I don't like that shit. But she's out, so I had to do it. And she's supposed to form. She did. It's not that she didn't do what she was supposed to do. She did. But the way she did it was made it a little difficult because she actually sent. So she coordinates all these meetings. These are meetings we have weekly for different um, business lines. And she coordinates it. But the way we do it is we send our we send the meeting invites out and we set the everything up. So she did that. She did the she did the invite, but she does her process different than the way I do my process. I do my process a lot via email because niggas like to act like they didn't get the invite or they don't see the title. If you send if you send shit connected to the invite, which is a perfectly legitimate way to do it, it's harder to edit, it's harder to adjust, and niggas try to act like they ain't get it, they ain't see it, blah blah blah. So I'll attach it to the end. When I do my meetings, I send everything in the invite, and then I also send an email. So niggas can't say they ain't got it. You got it in the invite, you got it in the email. The way she does it is different. She sends things out, and I don't know what her timetable is. Like, my timetable is how I do it. Her timetable is different. So I didn't know all that. Basically, she forwarded everything she's supposed to forward me and all of that. But I didn't know her process. I didn't know her timetable. I don't know how she do the shit, and then she keeps her... She keeps her notes and minutes in a different format, and she takes them a different way than I do. Like, on the meetings that I chair, I know what's important, and I know what I'm supposed to write down. I know what I need to minute. And her shit, I really don't, because usually I'm on those calls myself listening, and I'm not really paying attention to, like, what I need to take notes on. So I had to take notes, and I was like, I don't fucking know what's important here, and then it'd be niggas on these different calls complaining about shit. So anyway, the point is, who got me fucked up is that it's her, sort of. It's not her fault. It's just that... I had to prepare things 
her way and I didn't really know how she did it and the format she sent it to me and made it hard because I wasn't able I wanted to just be able to like we have to make agendas and shit and then we have to send the agendas out and then we have to if like they get revised you have to send them back out and the way she sent it to me I couldn't revise her I couldn't just I wanted to just be able to adjust her shit and forward it but I couldn't I had to like recreate that shit and that shit ugh and then I'm working on my thing that's due the end of this week and then I had to take her notes Whatever, that whole process, I shouldn't say her, because she did what she was supposed to do. But me having to cover for her got me fucked up, because I just, it just been stressing me out all week. Today, I was late to every single call, because the train got stuck at Chamber Street, so I ain't get to, the call supposed to start at 8. I ain't get there till like 8.05, but I'm supposed to open the call, so everybody, nobody can't do nothing until I get on it. And then, I'm trying to do that call on some fucking nigga from fucking Belgium is bugging me about some shit that they're not even supposed to be bugging me about, so, ugh, today was a, today was a long, hectic, frantic day, and it had me totally fucked up, and I cannot wait till this girl come back on the 4th, because I'm tired of doing this shit, I'm tired of covering this shit, it's not what I do, I hate administrative shit, I hate keeping track of shit, I hate tracking people down, I hate fucking answer people's questions, it's just, it's not, it's not for me, like, I hate it, um, yeah, so, that's it, um, yeah, alright, go ahead, um, you got anything else? No, I was sitting here trying to think of a title. Oh, let's call it, um, what episode you said this was? 90, what? 97. Um, let's call it, um, Shit. What do we talk about? Shit is good. Um, we talked about Maxine, Bill O'Reilly. We could, we could call it, um. Versus Baby Contract. Oh, Baby Nup. Ain't that what that thing was called? Baby oh, Nup? Yep, yep. Let's call it Baby Nup. Episode 97? Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you. Did you watch, um, were you watching Rihanna on Bates Motel? Uh, nah. You didn't watch it? Alright. I, 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 I don't watch Bates Motel. Alright, I'll give her another shout out for that. That was a good, uh, three episode arc. They didn't, she didn't get killed. So I told y'all before, Bates Motel follows Psycho. So you, everybody knows Psycho Mary, Marion Crane gets killed in the shower. Rihanna did not get killed in the shower. They actually did a very nice twist on somebody did get killed in the shower in exactly the way Marion Crane did, they they shot that icon, that's a very famous scene from Psycho, everybody knows the shower scene they shot it, and they did put a twist on it, and it was very good, but I want to give Rihanna a shout out, I'm not calling her Meryl Streep, but she she acted, like you could tell she takes it seriously because it wasn't just like Rihanna guest starring as Rihanna, like she really got into the character and I think she did a decent job, and I think she's gonna make a, a decent actress, like she's really put it like this, it's a lot of people that we call in actresses, that be in movies, that sound like they read straight off the paper, we we done talked about some of these folks before um, you know, and Rihanna's not one of them, like she seemed like she really took it seriously, and she did a good job and, um, you know she, she it was good, and and I like, and the show did a nice twist on it. Like they did a nice twist on the story, and perhaps she'll be back. We can't really tell, but um, good job. All right, y'all. Episode ninety-seven. Um, do our, oh, do our outros. My bad. Alright, y'all. So thanks for rocking with us uh, for episode ninety-seven. Um, continue to reach out to us on the Twitter, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G, and also the email thanks for asking podcast at gmail. And thanks for putting y'all, people uh, put us in a couple lists and a couple shout-outs um, these past couple days. Thanks. Um, we try to retweet y'all when we can, but thank you for that. And thanks for listening and tell your friends. And um, we're trying to continue to grow. And again, if y'all got any suggestions or topics or anything, please send them to us. Uh, we will address them on on topic, not too fucking deep. All right? Uh. All right, thanks for listening. See y'all next week. Peace.